wait, what? You met the real Wizzo? We exchanged emails. <laughs> Alex got catfished by a Wizzo impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> so long i don't remember too much has been going on i know that we start with welcome to slasher i hardly know her the horror movie podcast this show has everything today we're going to be talking about a little movie a uh, relatively new slasher within the last few years called terrifier it is a sick twisted little movie about a sick twisted tall skinny very scary clown who likes to kill Today, I am going to be joined by my very, very special guest, Dr. Alex. Alex, welcome to the show. How did I get to be a doctor? I know Scott was a doctor uh, when he was on. We, he's Dr. Scott, but all of a sudden, I'm a doctor. Well, I mean, you, you did wear a lab coat today. That That's is a true. stethoscope around your neck. I thought you were trying to tell me something. Well, okay. All right. Well, I mean, you You're know. You're a doctor I, of doo-doo. I'm a doo-doo doc, and uh, you he's know, a doo-doo I did. doc. He digs through doo-doo. He'll tell mm-hmm. you. He can mm-hmm. actually tell you your future. He can even tell mm-hmm. you to the day when you're gonna die by, uh, you know, fidgeting and sifting through your feces. Yes, a very accurate process, only complicated by peanuts. So we're gonna be talking about <laughs> Terrifier today, but that is not all, folks. Let me tell you about There's the more? riveting white knuckle edge of your seat show we have for you. There's going to be horror news. We'll talk oh about God. what's going on in the world of horror. Uh-oh. We will talk about what else we're into. That's a sweet little segment where we talk about things that we're into, whatever's piquing our I got, interest. I got a lot for that this week. What's uh, You got some things tickling your fancies? I've My fancy is laughing its ass off right now. His fancy is so tickled this week. Uh, we're also going to play a little game we like to call Final Girl. Woo! Ooh, you the know, Final this Girl challenge. It's a big deal. This is our first episode of the new year. We did two episodes in December, and yet it still feels to me like we have not sat down and done this in a lifetime. Honestly, I don't even remember how to do it. I, I don't know what we do now. I know I'm sitting here and there's a microphone in front of me and we've got Hal over there, our sound engineer, Sandy, our producer. She's looking at me and we've got our cue card guy, uh, Mort. And uh, Vivian, the receptionist, is actually out sick today. So we've got the door locked so nobody can come in. No fans. Oh, my God, Alex, the fans. They're always banging down the doors. They want autographs. They want to talk to us. They want to give us hugs. They try to cop Phil when we give hugs, and it's just not cool. And Vivian has to, you know, play receptionist slash slash bodyguard. Well, you know, we're... We're in a time of COVID. We're in a pandemic. And those hugs, while, you know, normally welcome on my part, uh, right now I've got to shy away from them. (laughs) It's the responsible thing to do. I usually love a hug, a tight front hug, you know, with a lot of waist-to-waist connection there. Yeah, I know. I know you do. I like to push the crotch forward in a hug. I have gotten so many of those hugs from you. And, not like a uh, hard hug, just like a half chub hug, you know, just kind of like, you know, I'm not trying to be your boyfriend, but I want you to know I'm responding to you. And I and I do feel. Sure. But uh, I would say without them, my therapy bill would probably be a little less than it is. So <laughs> Hey, but therapy's good. If, if my half chub hugs are what gets you to therapy, then I have done my good deed. Yeah, but I should be talking about other stuff, not having to waste all this time on these chub hugs. Tell you what, uh, chub hub. <laughs> chub. 
The old chub hug. Uh, that's going to catch on. I think we're going to see that one going around. People are going to start talking about chub hugs. Uh, well, they are now, thanks to you. <laughs> we are. Um, well, listen, since you don't, didn't get to talk about other things in therapy, Alex, is, is there anything on your mind, anything you want to share with me before we talk about Terrifier? Well, actually, this week, most of my therapy session uh, session is probably going to be devoted to Terrifier. Were you terrified? Uh, it was disturbing on lots of levels, but you got to admit, man, that clown was creepy as hell. He and was I, really creepy. Uh, he was super creepy, and I might be, you know, in the minority of horror fans at this point who could say this is the first time I'd seen Terrifier, though I was well aware of it. You know what I mean? Like, even, in fact, I even sent you... Uh, while we were talking about it over text, I sent you that Nightmare Toys, you know, they send me text periodically to go, hey, we got a deal on this. And it was, you know, a, like a maquette of the Terrifier clown. And so, I mean, like, you know, it's it's out there. I like you. I had not. I was very familiar with the, the photos of Art the Clown. I had seen, yeah. you know, the, the thumbnails, the, the reviews. But for whatever reason. Oh, God, reason, his thumbnails were gross. Disgusting. All of his I, nails, where, really. How did he get his thumbnails all dirty like that? I don't, I don't know. 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 He's been sticking those thumbnails. You know, one of the things in this movie that uh, made the. I mean, I, I'm jumping way ahead all the way to the end. But in the end, he's. It's kind of he's a supernatural thing and there's no indication that he's in any way supernatural in the movie whatsoever. And I, I was confused by that. And I was researching this movie and this is not the first appearance of art, the clown. There was a short made of this movie prior to this. And then he was also in another short that was later put into an anthology. Uh, both of those he's played by a different actor, but um, or he's played by the same actor in each of those, but not in this one. Uh, but it it said that in those it was made clear that he is supernatural, mm. and so yeah, I, who knows how he got his nails that dirty? You I know? think we might find out a little bit more about Art the Clown in the upcoming Terrifier Two. I don't think they have a release date yet. I, it's been a few days since I've checked. I know there's like a teaser trailer and they're talking about it, um, but there is a Terrifier Two. I think it's supposed to be around two hours long and be even Ugh. more brutal than the first movie. I don't know how it could be more brutal. And I did read that, uh, it was pretty much all shot except for, you know, several days of filming left and then production got halted because of COVID. Like that was right when it had started coming through. Um, all right. So let's, let's set it up for people who are not familiar with terrifier. Set uh, that scene. It is Halloween. We've got a couple of girls there in costumes. They are parked outside. Uh, they decide to go in and get some food at a pizza joint, right? I think something's yeah. wrong with the car. Or no, they, they just went in. They, were, they're they just went in to get pizza because one was too drunk to drive, and the other one was like, you got to go get some food. That's right. So they go get her some food, uh, and there's a creepy clown in there. They go back to their car, and now their car has, was it a flat? Yeah. And... Uh, and so then they are left to go into this building, try to escape from Art the Clown, who is stalking them, trying to kill them. And, uh, yeah, it all goes from there. And then we won't get to the ending yet. Uh, we'll get to that later, why Alex is saying, is Art the Clown supernatural? This happens a lot with slashers. 
Yeah, it's remember that was our my one of my big gripes about the new Halloween movie was yeah. by by the end of the new Halloween movie it was clear that he was some su- sort of supernatural killer and I think the appeal of Halloween all this time has been that he was just some dude. Uh so that was disappointing to me. Not that I don't, you know, I don't like supernatural stuff, but snoop, supernatural slashers I'm all for cuz you know Friday 13th my favorite, mm-hmm. you know, franchise. Uh Although I don't know, Halloween's up there too. I think they're neck and neck, but I, I know certainly this about you. You love Friday the Thirteenth, uh, specifically Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, Six. Thank you very much. Wait, uh, six? Yeah, six. Uh, Am I crazy? Did I mistake your VI for an IV? Uh, there's no question that you did. Because I, well, I mean, am hell, so I glad. Well, I, I don't want to, you know, know, I don't want to poop the bed, but I was uh, like, what could I get, Alex? So I've been looking at like. Friday the 13th part four memorabilia. Hmm. Well, you don't have to get me anything. Your friendship is quite enough, but no, I love six. I love so much about six. I mean, like I, I can't wait till we actually do six on this podcast because I mean, I'm sure the fans can, it's going to have to be like a four parter. I have so much to say about that. I visited the, uh, camp crystal Lake location. Uh, it's, it's definitely my favorite of the franchise. Hmm. Now, but for anyway. the one that I thought you loved, that's the one with Corey Feldman, right? Uh, Corey Feldman's in a couple of them. One of them, he's only in for like, you know, a millisecond because he was busy shooting Goonies and they shot all of his parts in his actual backyard in Hollywood. He Which just one is it where Corey Feldman looks all sick and he's on the staircase and there's the girl and then they end up getting Jason's mask off and, you know, killing that's... him or supposedly killing him? All right, so Terrifier. Let's get into this movie. What do yeah, you think it. about it? Give me your initial impressions. Um, you know, quality of the movie, I was a little turned off immediately because it was like, oh no, is it going to be one of those? Because, you know, just the, the film quality, the acting was not, you know, amazing. And so I was immediately a little suspect of this. And I got to be honest, wasn't look, looking forward to watching it. Don't know why. Uh, I love clown movies. Killer clown movies are great. And I love slasher movies. And this is both of that in heaps. Um, and then the, but the clown was so freaking scary. You know, I just felt like, I don't know. It felt like, uh, it didn't feel like a movie that was made in 2016. Although I'm not clear when it was made. Cause IMDb says 2018 and the thing on the screen said 2016. So I'm not really clear. But uh, it it felt like a much older movie to me, I think, mm-hmm. because of just, I don't know, kind of the sound design of it and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's a movie, you know. It's a movie. So film quality. Are you talking about the actual look of the film, like it's yes. grainy or it's... Yes. Yeah. It, it, there were, in fact, there were some shots that were very grainy. It felt like it was shot with a video camera. Not that I have any clue what it was shot with. It just, you know, the lighting, the... Everything about it, it just felt a little low budget. And I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure it was low budget. I, I haven't done a ton of research on it, but it's a lot better than a lot of the crap you'll see. I'll tell you that. What about you? What were your initial like going into it? It looked low budget uh, a little bit, but I, the lighting was actually one of the things I, I really liked about it. They did a lot of very intentional lighting, uh, people walking into light colored light you know it was almost lit like a play on stage uh so yeah, i thought the I lighting was, was terrific and i liked the uh the gore effects were great 
I mean, especially yeah. for the budget they had, I, I thought the gore was fantastic. That must have been where a good heap of their budget went. Because, I mean, if you're looking for gore, this movie has it. Mikey gave me a warning beforehand and was like, hey, you know, it's pretty gory. And, you know, I'm not like a, a gore, you know, huge gore fan or anything, but uh, it was, uh, it was a, it was gore forward, I would Definitely. say. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, if you're not comfortable with gore, you're going to want to skip this one because uh, they don't shy away from it at all. God damn, some of the kills in this were fucking just brutal. Well, how about before he even kills a soul, uh, he goes into the bathroom of that pizza shop and shits all over the toilet seat and all over the walls and writes his name in his own shit on the wall. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty gross. That was That's that really was nasty. gore before a death happened. Yeah, he's not like the other killers. He's a he's a degenerate. Uh, he, yes, he's just I don't know what where he came from um, or why he is like he is. Maybe we'll find out in part two. Uh, however, I think it would be nice to see somebody do a run on some slasher movies where they never do the backstory, where it's the same thing every time some kids go do something and then uh, the killer shows up and we never get the precious backstory of our killer. It's yeah, always I'm, just a mystery. I'm all for that. Maybe the backstory exists before this movie in, in the anthology or something, but uh, I don't need this guy's backstory. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it the way it is. I'm fine with it that he is just this son of a bitch, degenerate fucking killer, like you said. Uh, and it, I think the, the name is also very apt because it's very clear that part of the thing the clown gets off on is scaring people. Like, he loves that he's, like, uh, making this fear in them. Yeah, he enjoys his work. Uh, like a lot of the killers in these movies we watch, um, he likes what he does. He's a, he's having fun. He's creepy before he does anything. Just sitting in that pizza restaurant, uh, <laughs> pizzeria, the girls are there, and he's just staring at him. His teeth are all nasty and kind of discolored, and uh, he's, he's not a pleasant-looking clown. His face is just white and black, and he's this uh, tall, gaunt-looking fella. He's, he's creepy. And I think he's... I read somewhere uh, the director, Damien Leon, I think is how you say it, uh, called it Terrifier because uh, that's what he wanted to say this, is, this movie is. If he had to brand this movie, this movie is a Terrifier. Sandy is giving me the cue. Oh, okay, okay. She's telling me we, we need to jump right into Final Girl. We need to get into Final Girl, because you know what? I fucking missed it, dude. It's a great show. It's a great game. Uh, I'm really proud of us for coming up with it. Um, you know, I think it's so good that we might find out that people are going to uh, unabashedly and uh, brazenly rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you could not get through this podcast without mentioning it. We found out on uh, Instagram that another podcast has basically taken the exact same premise as Final Girl and applied it to their podcast. Yeah. But they gave, I will say, they gave us credit. They gave us credit. And they were They're very complimentary. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. They're very complimentary of us, our they show. They even won Final Girl. I think that she yeah. won Final Girl, one of the yeah. uh, the girls on that show. So they said, hopefully it won't seem like a ripoff. Hopefully it will seem more like an homage. And that is how I choose to take it because, you know, I mean, it's it's a cool game, and they're not reviewing horror movies. They're not, you know, they're not like 
poaching our our listeners or anything. And I, I take it as an homage. And so I, I thank them for not only playing and listening, but also thinking something we did was cool enough that they were they were like, we should do something like this on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I so haven't listened to cool. it yet. We'll have to check it out. I haven't either. I what the name of theirs is. It's like um, White Blacks. Cabin or something like that. I don't remember I exactly. Is it I, a Twin Peaks reference? I, yeah, it's a Twin Peaks uh, podcast. And uh, we should we should work out some kind of deal. Get them on the show or go on their show. Because, you know, I like Twin Peaks a lot. Yeah, they're nice. We like those girls. Damn Fine yes. TV is the name of the show. Yeah. And the the game is called White Cabin or something like that. But yes, uh, thank White you. White Castle. For, God, I did. I I, I got Castle, almost Burger nothing King. wrong. I, I love know. White I Castle. Actually, yeah, White, White Castle. White Castle. It's a burger good. themed game in the vein of Final Girl. <laughs> so so similar, but you know, also very dissimilar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, all right, so let's get into our game, uh, Final Girl, and see who this week's contestants are. Oh my goodness. Dude, I don't even remember how to do this. It feels like we oh. haven't done this in forever. I wish you we know, were doing this in person, by the way. Let me, I do too. Let me remind you, and that way I will also remind our viewers. Uh, before we record our podcast, we put out a note on Instagram that says, Hey, tell us, what would your name be if you were in a slasher movie? Uh, our our followers there on Instagram submit the names that they would choose. We randomly pick five from the bunch, and then those five come on to see who can be the final girl. The way you win, of course, is you follow the horror movie rules. You don't drink, you don't smoke pots, you don't have sex, all kinds of uh, tropes that you are well aware of if you're listening to this podcast. If you get caught doing those things, there's a pretty good chance our killer is going to dispatch you. And uh, so who is playing this week? What about cigarettes, Alex? Are they allowed to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, I think you're allowed to smoke cigarettes, aren't you? Snuff? Are they allowed to use snuff? Will that get them killed? I'm not even really sure what snuff is, to be honest. What about uh, what, uh, chewing tobacco? Is that snuff? I, I don't know. Isn't snuff the old-fashioned stuff that you actually, like, snort some tobacco up your nose back in the olden days? I don't know. I remember there was an episode of Andy Griffith where they were joking about some old lady taking a pinch of snuff every now and then. It was like, ho, ho, ho. And I never, ever got the references again. Don't get it as an adult. Uh, all right, so snuff may get them killed. We're not sure. Smoking cigarettes, who knows? I don't know about vaping. Will vaping get them killed? Depends on what you're vaping. This week's final girl contestants are... Please welcome... Sharon Tilly. Hey! Is that a play on Chantilly, you think? I don't know. Sharon Tilly, Sharon Tilly, Lace. Yeah, that's what came to my mind, but... Whatever. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, please meet... Tessa Jones. Hello, Tessa Jones. Welcome to the show. Reagan Ripley, come on down. Hey, we've had a Reagan on the show before. I think we've had a Ripley, too. <sighs> Maybe it's the same person. Reusing names. Clever. Torrance Tory Collins. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. And finally, Larry Ruin. Larry Ruin. Is that a play on words I'm not catching? Larry, Larry Ruin. Ruin. Larry it's just Ruin. a cool metal name. I like it. Very, do you think very punk rock? Do you think the Torrance is a? Oh, I, oh, I used to play Jack with the Torrance boys or called Danny Torrance reference. I was the front man, Larry Ruin. <laughs> I remember <laughs> we were playing CBGB, Larry Ruin. That I was the show war drummer, overdosed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think that sounds right. Okay, that is the Larry Ruin character. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, that's, that's perfect. It's exactly what Larry Ruin sounds like. There's no doubt in my mind. All right, so let's get into round one. Here we go. All right. Oh, my God. I've forgotten how to do all this stuff. That's right. We've got the squeaky will of death, the will uh-huh. of fate, mm-hmm. the final will girl, the fifth of Jeter. All right, let me spin that wheel. <laughs> didn't get a new wheel for Christmas, I see. <laughs> you missed that sound, didn't you? I did. All right, here we go. Up first. Tessa Jones. All right, Tessa. Tessa. Krusty the Clown asked you to go down, but you kept your mouth clean and turned him down. Really, Micah? Smart move. Wow. I, I rhymed down with down. Uh, I, I noticed that. I sleep when I wrote that. Well, uh, did, you, did you have town in there? Krusty uh, uh, the Clown asked you to go down, but you kept your mouth clean and turned him down. How about go downtown? See, that's what I should have done. Krusty yeah. the Clown asked you to go downtown, but you kept your mouth clean and turned him down. <laughs> Either way, it's oh, really Oh, that's the weak. one right there. <laughs> and Tessie, Whoa, yeah. you survived. I mean, you, you blew my mind there. So, okay, that's the I one we'll go with. but we're rusty, so please just bear with us. Bear with us, please. Who's up next? Sharon Tilly. All right. Good to hear that again. Sharon, your classmate Jojo invited you to a donkey show, but you said hell no, because you're no bozo. You survive. I don't want to know what a donkey show is. Let's just move right on. Don't no I, no no. I don't want I don't want you to explain donkey show to me. I want to just know who the next one is. All right, all right. Uh, Larry, Larry Ruin. All right. Oi, Larry. All I'm right. so glad he made it. Right, right. Oi, 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 oi. Get up, get up. Larry. <laughs> All right, Larry. Uh, the clown looked in your eyes, then between your thighs. Don't even think about it, you said to Pennywise. Oh, nice. Nice. You've referenced uh, two killers, even though Krusty Clown's not really a killer. I'm referencing clowns. Oh. <laughs> I didn't catch. I'm an idiot. So we've had Bozo, we've had Krusty, now we've oh, had you did Pennywise. Have Bozo. Uh, All right, well done. Much better. I. I'm but here's idiot. the thing: it won't continue because I ran out of clowns. I googled famous clowns. There's not that many. No, I could have given you a couple. I could have given you the other couple of clowns from uh, the Bozo show. <laughs> but only you and you know my grandpa right. would have sure, known sure. who yeah. you were talking about. Nobody even knows what Bozo is anymore. Bozo the Clown. Wasn't that from yeah. the Howdy Doody show? No, Bozo was the Clown was just, he was just his own thing. Bozo Grand, just had Bozo. Played the grand prize game. That's how I knew it was time to go to school. So his grand prize game was over. Orange hair on either side of his head. Bald in the middle. I think it was red. That? Cookie had orange hair. Okay. <laughs> Cookie was the other clown. He was like a, like a Western cook. And then there was Wizzo the Magician Clown. Wow. And you know that. Yeah. Actually, I've had a conversation with a guy who was Wizzo one time. He Wait, what? You met the real Wizzo? I just talked to him online one time. We exchanged emails. <laughs> Alex got catfished by a Wizzo impersonator. 
you wouldn't think there was an audience out there, but, but there are victims. Uh, yeah, only fell, <laughs> fell right into it. Uh, fell right into it, yeah. yeah. I know how I'm going to lure the kids in. I'll pretend to be Wizzo. Gets them every time. Well, I was a grown man. I was, I was probably in my 30s when I had that conversation. Uh, oh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so you survived. Uh, you survived. Yeah. Good job, Larry. Torrance, Tory Collins. Uh, all right. You'd love to get fondled by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Though aroused by his flirty glances, you turn down his advances. You survive. You survive, which means one of you has not made it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Reagan Ripley. Wow. That's the most final girl sounding name of all our final girls. It is, and yet no no such luck for Reagan. All right, Reagan, let's see what happens. Reagan, you and your mates are dancing up on the roof, sipping drinks that are 90 proof. You get an itch to go wander around. That's when you get snatched by Pogo the Clown. He cuffs you and kills you, then spits in your face, then buries you in the ground beneath his crawl space. You are dead. You, you are dead. Thank you for playing, Rest though. In peace, Reagan. Come back Reagan. again. Try again next time. Please come back. We love repeat offenders. People do it all the time. In fact, half the players that play each week are, are repeat offenders. They love yeah, we, we even had somebody win twice, correct? Yeah, our very first two-timer. Yeah. And we're on, like, episode Raven, what, Ray 16 Kincaid. or something now? That was our final girl, uh, Kerrigan, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, and she she sent us that picture that she got her prize, which was the book. Uh, yeah, she just sent it out there. Movie. And we thank her for listening, and thank you for putting it out there and being like, "Hey, look, I got a prize. That's really cool." Because yeah, congrats, we, right? We do send prizes out, and if you're listening to this and you haven't received a prize, but you won, let Micah know. Um, okay, so uh, I think it's time to hear a word from our lovely sponsor, sir. All right, let's do it. Stay right there, folks. We'll be right. Wait, no. What do we say so that we don't have to say burr, burr, burr. You can say see we'll you in a right second here. Or see you could do the old, the old Chuck Willery We'll be back in two and two Stay tuned Pills We got pills y'all Come on down to Bill's Pills we got purple pills, blue pills, green pills, yellow pills, rainbow colored pills, all big, small, smooth ones. No prescription, no problem. We'll sell any pill to anybody, cause we don't give a fuck. So come on down to Bill's Pills. We'll see you then. Pills. All right, welcome back to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. Welcome back, all you beautiful listeners out there, wherever you are. It's snowy where we are. Well, it's snowy where I am. Alex, is there snow where you are? Oh, we got a little snow, not much of anything. It's not, it's Did all Did you get a light now. dusting? Got a light dusting. It's all since melted away. 
we still have snow. It snowed yesterday. We've I'd wager we probably have about three to four inches right now. Yeah, people uh, people from your neck of the woods were sending me pictures yesterday, and it was pretty impressive. I sent you pictures, but they weren't of snow. No, <laughs> you didn't. I wish they had been. Well, I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, not an anal fissure. I, I think you decided it was just a hemorrhoid, right? Uh, well, actually, being the age I am now, I don't know the name of any actors, so I was unfamiliar with anal fissure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I looked it up and no, did not look like her. Uh, we are talking about a little movie called Terrifier. Alex, were you terrified? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think there were moments of terrification in there. I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure the movie as a whole was uh, you know story and plot wise all that terrifying, but uh, certainly that clown was man. He was a creepy son of a bitch. I mean that plot's pretty pretty stripped down. There's not much to it. Girls show up at a pizza place. There's a crazy clown. He uh, writes his name and shit on the walls of the pizzeria. Uh, gets kicked out, right? Yeah, and gets then, kicked uh, out. And then leaves. And maybe maybe he's the guy who slashed the tires of the girls. But uh, at the pizzeria, her we've got our main girl, our uh, well, who we think might be the final girl, and her drunk friend, and. They're kind of giving the clown a hard time. The, the drunk girl goes, sits in his lap, is taking selfies. Uh, meanwhile, Art, the clown, he's just staring at the other girl, the brunette, who you know is our, seems she's going to be our protagonist and perhaps our final girl. Um, and that's it. Then he leaves. He gets kicked out, and the girls go to the car. They're going to get out of there, but the tire is slashed. So uh, they go back to the pizzeria. Was it to use the phone or to stay warm? I don't remember why they went back. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think that I don't actually, to be honest, remember them going back to the pizzeria. Uh, but the clown does kill everybody in the pizzeria. There were two. Did they not go back to the pizzeria? Did I make that up? I don't know that you made it up. You, it might absolutely be correct. I mean, I was kind of playing on my phone while this movie was on, so I mean, it's possible. Or did they see I... police and stuff showing up at the pizzeria? No. Well, they hear on the radio that they were still looking, or I don't know if they hear it or the sister. They call the who we think is going to be the final girl. We they she calls her sister at her dorm room and says, Hey, you know, come pick us up. Our tires flat. And maybe it's her driving in that hears it on the radio, but they're talking about, they're still looking for the, you know, guy who looks dressed like a clown who murdered two people in a pizzeria earlier this morning. And so, and then we do see him, uh, murder at least one of the guys in the pizzeria. The other guy has had his head chopped off then put on the counter with, what was it, fucking birthday candles in his eyes and oh, nose? Oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't understand was... that at all. Did not it understand. It looked cool. It looked nasty. I couldn't quite explain how that happened, though. I'm not sure what it was supposed to be. Was it supposed to be candles? And that's what it looked like. But, I mean, were they birthday candles that were in his nose and his eyes? <laughs> he had made the man's head look like a jack-o'-lantern, basically. And his Halloween. Yeah. And and they had shown a jack-o'-lantern just prior to that in the pizza shop, which I read online was CG. Uh, but Wait, what was CG? Just a jack-o'-lantern sitting on the counter. Huh. I don't know why it was. And uh, I've since gone back and looked at it, if that's what the thing was referencing. And 
you know, it, it looks good. It, it looks like a jack-o'-lantern. I don't know. But, yeah, that uh, was pretty good CGI for 2016. Yeah. When but, this movie came out. But it's not the... In I don't, 2016. Yeah, I don't think they were talking about the guy whose head was severed, though. I don't think that was 2016, a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, When the movie God. came out in oh, 2016. God. Like, I was wondering... What the hell else was going on in fucking 2016? Well, Alex, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I happen to remember from memory, uh, in my memory hole, uh, uh-huh. a few things that happened in 2016 mm. when this movie might have come out. Okay. Which, it, and again, might have, because I also see 2018. So I don't know. Maybe that's the video release. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> lay some knowledge I hope on it's me. it's 2016, because that's what I have. Well, all right. Uh, I don't remember 2018, but well, 2016. Wow. How fortuitous then so that many this memories. is 16. Uh, Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton to become the 45th president of these United States. All right. That was definitely 16. We lost a lot of good people in 2016. David Bowie, Aww. Prince, Alan Rickman, Gene Wilder, and Muhammad Ali. Gene Wilder. He was a good one. Here's a silly one. A girl named Miranda K. Raider. She was a student at Texas A&M. She crashed into a parked police car while trying to send a shirtless selfie to her boyfriend. Oh, man. First off, you gotta appreciate that ingenuity. Second off, Mm. what fucking luck, man. Into a cop car. Ah, you can't make this stuff up. Ah, you can make that up. This one's weird. As uh, Pokemon Go took over the country uh, that summer, people were, you know, walking around, going in different places to try to catch Pokemon. A, a, a girl, Shayla Wiggins, 19-year-old in Wyoming, made maybe uh, the most stand-by-me discovery in Pokemon Go hi- history when she found a dead body laying face down in the river near her home when she was trying wow. to catch a water Pokemon. Wow. You know, I don't have any trouble believing that in the town I was living at the time, there was this little park and I use the term park loosely and little very accurately, but it was where all like the homeless people slept at night and it was, you couldn't walk through it. It was right by my house and you couldn't walk through it because there were just discarded needles everywhere. And I'm not not saying homeless are, are, uh, you know, just, always drug users. I'm just saying this is where the homeless people slept in that particular area. And there were just discarded needles everywhere, all over the sidewalk. I mean, like I wouldn't let my kid go to that park on a bet. And, uh, when Pokemon go came out, that park was swamped with families because I guess there was some, you know, there was good Pokemon catch in there. (laughs) And it was like, what a terrible place to have led, you know, an unsuspecting public was this little piece of shit park. Ugh. But mm, uh, I so, wouldn't go there. That's not very sharp. No, no. The needles were, though, I'm sure. The needles were very sharp. Uh, what were you doing at that park, by the way? You knew about the needles. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Were you handing out clean needles to the homeless? No, I would. You never. were the dealer. I was. Yeah, I was. I was selling. I was handing out. Uh, not handing out. I was selling clean needles. I didn't deal drugs. I was just like, hey, guys, these are better. Uh, Try these clean needles. Yeah. Uh, but no, I used to run uh, by that park and not through yeah. it, but I used to run by it on my runs. And uh, just, you just see so many needles. It was so mm. gross. It was just Oddly disgusting. enough, they were knitting needles. Folks. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Actually, uh, I should have said that. I should have said that. The drug that. users would, would pierce themselves quickly 
with a knitting needle and then they would put the heroin or meth into their mouth and try to quickly spit the drug into the hole made by the needle before it closed up. Yeah, sure. Why do you why do you even want to make these things up? I mean, like, why did it even create you? I'll, I'll do this. I'll say they're knitting needles. The joke was there. And then you're like, and I'll take it two steps further. Uh, uh, is that know, what you got? Because I, I care about you. You're worth it. That is it, except for... November, the Chicago Cubs broke a 108-year curse by winning the World Series against the Cleveland Indians. Wow, was that in 16? Way to go, Cubbies. I'll be damned. Okay. That's what the internet told me. Can we get into some of the nastiness uh, that is Terrifier and some of the kills? Yeah. Because good God. Absolutely. I mean, we already talked about the the shop owner, the pizza shop owner, getting his his head cut off. Uh, And then the main... Uh, who we think, again, is going to be the final girl. I don't even know how to describe this building. It is part apartment building, part office building, part automotive shop. Uh, (laughs) Everything in this movie, every single thing. Uh, At the start, there's like a talk show that uh, one of his victims appears on. In the end, there's the coroner's office or the medical examiner's office. And then during the whole thing, uh, they're in this weird building. All of it looks like it was shot in the basement of a flooded whorehouse. I mean, everything is disgusting in this movie. Even the medical examiner's office, even the TV studio, like in the 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 actress or the the person, the host of the TV show was in her dressing room. Uh, she gets killed in the early part by the oh, person who was right. yeah, but not by the terrifier, by a you know the victim that was a guest on her show. And her dressing room was disgusting. There was literally holes in the wall with extension cords being pulled through them. I mean, it was it was worse than public access. It was so gross and stupid. Mm, I forgot about the the intro to this movie with the uh, the talk show host because I watched this what a couple of weeks ago before you know we knew everybody was going to get the vid and be sick and the show got pushed back. Uh, but that's right. We start off. It's an interview with a really disfigured woman. Uh, And then the host goes back to her dressing room, is talking shit about the guest. And how ugly she she is. And then she hears something behind her in the wardrobe, in the clothes, you know, that are hanging. And, uh, And she was like, I don't know if she thinks it's a rat or what, but then she goes back and then the disfigured guest from the show leaps on her and how did she kill her uh i don't remember maybe I, did she rip her face apart i don't how did she remember do but whatever she kills her uh and then you know so moving back to our who we think is going to be the final girl she goes into that weird ass building which also seems to be like the biggest building ever and uh quickly finds you know after being stabbed in the Leg a few times by a scalpel, which this uh, clown loves to use as a weapon, although he used many weapons in this, including a gun, which was surprising. Uh, but Yeah, that, sh- that shocked me. I did not see that coming. And then I was like, oh, this guy's just a nasty fuck. Yeah, and we had thought, well, we don't know how nasty he is until uh, we think that the blonde drunk friend, we think he's killed her in the car uh, earlier before the the main girl runs into the building uh, once she sees the clown all covered in blood. We think the blonde girl's dead. She's not. He's taken her into this garage and uh, 
hung her upside down by her legs, spread apart, which he, and completely naked, he ties up the girl we think is going to be the main girl in a seat to make her watch while he saws her in half from the vagina all the way down through her skull with a hacksaw. It's disgusting. And they don't cut away. They just keep cutting back yep. to him sighing and, and smiling and, and laughing and, and, sh- and like gyrating. All. He's like, he's getting such a kick out of it. And it was disturbing. It's sick. It's really sick. Yeah. It, it was gross. He then uh, kills numerous people. I mean, are there any other notable deaths uh, in, on, just that just jump out at you? Because he kills a lot of people, more than Two you think. Two guys at the pizzeria. The, the cat lady, does she get killed? Uh, the the woman with the baby dolls. Yeah, and then there's sh- a guy that comes to check on things because uh, like his a- buddy doesn't pick up the phone. Right. It's like working on the building. Oh, he's bombing it. He's a, right. Yeah, he's an exterminator. And then his buddy comes to help him exterminate. They, people just keep coming to this building and getting killed. This <sighs> disgusting, disgusting building. <laughs> I mean, it was so gross. Every bit of everything about this movie was gross. I mean, purposefully gross, but also I think probably budget had something to do with it. They had a location. Yeah. They shot everything in that location. That's what I think. I don't know if I'm right or not. And and the clown, he carries his tools around in a trash bag. He's got a just like a big black bag. Oh God! They they don't cut away. Some of the killers, like when he saw the guy's head off. Yeah, it's nasty. Everything, it's really nasty. yeah, and it all looks pretty good. It all looks pretty good. I mean, I think the I think the budget definitely went to that gore. He also does a lot of clowny things, uh, kind of a la the original Pennywise. You know, he he rides a tricycle around at some point, and he does goofy things. That are terrifying. I mean, like, you know, seeing this guy prance around and, and joke around and act like a clown, it's not funny at all. It's terrifying, but they're very clown-like things that he's doing, you know? Like, throughout uh-huh. throughout the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it's not it's not what I would call a pleasant experience. Um, she... Did you, being a huge slasher fan, did you like at least that there was a a modern slasher that had a memorable character, you know, a memorable killer? Yeah. Was I there mean, any appreciation for that? Certainly. I appreciated that. And, you know, I thought you were going to say, did you appreciate like the creativity of the kills and stuff like that? And, and no, I didn't. They were just brutal kills. They weren't creative. They weren't clever. They were just brutal and hard to watch. Yeah, they were nasty. Yeah, they were. They were definitely nasty. Uh, so and the shots to the face. You know where he shoots the the one girl, but then they show the close up, and he just shoots her like over uh, and over in the face. In the face. Like, yeah, that looked good. That was that was brutal. Yeah, it looked good. It was brutal. But uh, and we should say that's the girl that we obviously thought was going to be the final girl. We yeah. thought she was. She has a good like fight with him. She she beats him with a board for a while and then makes the dumbest mistake in the world, which I I don't I did not appreciate that about this uh scene at all either was she gets the better of him with like a 2 by 4 she like hits him in the head and really, you know, gets him down and uh then starts saying, "Come on, motherfucker, get up. Come on." And it was like, "Why?" 
it was that moment in the movie where, you know, they kill the killer, they stab the killer, they shoot the killer or whatever, and then they run away, and everybody, you know, that you're watching it with goes, uh, shoot him four more times. You know what I mean? It was uh, it was that moment times 50 because she was, like, egging him on. Come on, get up, motherfucker, get up. It was so fucking stupid. I, I did not, I thought that was stupid. And she hey, was... Hey, that's what makes a slasher a slasher, right? Watching the characters do idiotic things while you yell at the screen like, what the fuck are you thinking? Don't do that. I Just guess, finish him. I guess you're right. But, I mean, in this movie, which had absolutely zero character development, the one bit of character development we got was that this girl was the smart one of her two friends. There was the drunk one, and, you know, she's like, nah, you're too drunk to drive. You know, let's go get you some food. I mean, this is the girl with the level head who is also then making this dumb mistake. I just thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was kind of ridiculous. It was ridiculous. What was the scene? Remember the the one scene where uh, the, the lady with the baby dolls, like, comes, the cat lady or whatever, and she finds Art and starts holding him? And like, oh, you never yes. had the love of a mother. And so to be clear, this is a woman who lives, I guess, in she's I think she's a homeless woman because in the room she stays in, she's got like a shopping cart and stuff. But she like yeah, lives in yeah. this disgusting, shitty building. She's off a rocker. She's crazy. And she has a baby doll that she takes care of like it's a real baby. And he steals, Art the Clown steals the baby. And she finds it missing and then goes and finds Art the Clown like down a hallway somewhere holding the baby. And then she goes up and was like, you know, do you, do you have any compassion in you? Is there a good person in there? Please don't hurt my baby and blah, blah, blah. And then holds him while he sucks his thumb. Uh, uh, and then I, I guess, it's, is it her body that he later wears? No, that is the girl that we think is, I think that is the girl that we think is the protagonist. He wears the crazy lady's hair he scalps her and puts her hair on as if it's his own like a wig and then he skins the front of one of them i just assumed it was i guess it could be the homeless lady he skins the front of one of his girl victims and then wears her breasts as if they are his own so that he can look like a woman and fool the girl's sister who's come to help her change attire who's now in the building as well uh so she's laying on the ground with that hair and with, you know, obvious, you know, naked boobs. He's naked, uh, wearing those boobs. And so the sister comes up and is like, are you okay? Are you okay? Thinking it's her sister. And of course it's him. But I think that the boobs were her sisters and the hair was the homeless ladies. <laughs> I mean, that was nasty. Yep. That was really nasty. It's sick. The terrifier is sick. It's mm -hmm. fucked up. Uh, it's much more brutal than our classic slashers like Halloween and Friday the 13th in just how fucked up the main guy is. It's like if you took how nasty the kills were and say, oh, Halloween kills, but then you made the killer far more sadistic, uh, like a Freddy Krueger where he just loves his work. Uh, it was a combination of really disgusting, brutal kills. Without any really, humor. Really sick kill. No humor. No, no humor I mean, Art's enjoying it. He's laughing. He's having a good time. Yeah, there's there's no question Art's having a good time. Uh, he's the only one in the movie who had a good time. Uh, you mean you didn't just laugh and laugh while you watched Terrifier? You know, not as much as you'd think. I mean, you know, he is a clown. Sure, that he has his moments, but I've never found clowns particularly funny. Uh, who's scarier, um, Art the Clown or Pennywise? 
Um, Who I scares mean, you more? I mean, like if I ran into him on the road, uh, Art the Clown, without a doubt, because you know, like supernatural stuff does not scare me. And so if there was, you know, a big beastly clown with teeth and stuff, I'd be freaked out, but I don't know that, I, I don't know that I'd be as scared as I would be if I met Art. Art seems like a real guy who just really enjoys like killing you and scaring you. Mm. 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 Man. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, is it is it time? Is uh, it time to play that little game we play? Oh my God! Have we made it to yet another round of final? I think girl? we should do another round of final girl. All right, let's do it. All right. So you may recall last round we lost one Reagan Ripley. Uh, great name. Hey, great name. It was so a, it was a tough loss for everybody involved. We have four contestants left. Four people. Let's find out what happens to our final girls this time. Round two. We spin the wheel. Fucking wheel. Okay. Ah, fucking wheel, man. Tessa Jones, you're up first. Hey, all right. Tessa. Mm-hmm. Let's go camping at the old fairgrounds. Nobody yeah. goes there since they shut it down. That's what Sally said on Friday at school. But you turned her down because you're no fool. You survive. Well Good played. thinking, Tessa. That's... You don't want to go to the old abandoned fairground. That's a recipe for disaster. No question. That is a smart move. Or maybe you would have had a blast and not died. Yeah. You're just a fuddy-duddy. Well, we'll never know, but you're alive, so. You're still alive, Tessa. Well played. Sharon Tilly. Kenny says, can I show you a trick? Reaches into his pants to pull out his prick. You shout, ew, gross, put that thing away. So you survive to fight another day. I think if we had to like put a ratio on it, I'm gonna say like, I don't know, 80, 20 of your final girls have to do with having sex of some sort. <laughs> I mean, I try to mix it up with sex, drugs, or wandering off. Yeah, okay. I like that the third is just leaving. Just going, going somewhere without the group. Uh, all right. Who we got next? Yeah. Buddy system. Remember that, people. Buddy yeah. system. Buddy, buddy system saves you in Final Girl. Stay with your buddy. Next up is Tori Collins. Was okay. that Tori? Was Tori? Oh, uh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Torrance yeah. quotations. Yeah, yeah, Tori yeah, gotcha, Collins. Gotcha. Bobby and Ricky say, wouldn't it be a pip? To drop acid, then go to the circus and trip. But you're no buffoon. You know LSD is bad. Instead, you go home and work on the old truck with your dad. Aw, a sweet moment that saved your ass. Yes. Yeah. And that's a classic final girl thing to do. Get your hands dirty, work on the old pickup with your pops. Shows you're real. You're, you're real Shows people. You're real and, and you're a tomboy yep we like final girls to be tomboys that's right we do enjoy that <laughs> oh oh alex guess who's up next i don't know man it's larry fucking oh, ruin larry ruin made it another round d oi oi larry ruin <laughs> all right let's see what happens to mr i'm sorry they're all final girls miss larry ruin let's hear it larry usually you're a level-headed so-and-so but tonight's the night you declare YOLO. <laughs> I'm sorry, YOLO. <laughs> you smoke grass and take shots. 
and shtup your friend Ted. But then Ted dons face paint <laughs> and a nose that is red and uses a saw to cut off your head. Oh, you're dead. Your rhymes have gotten... I mean, there is absolutely no science to your rhymes. It's like, you know, roses are red, violets are blue. Sometimes I like to mow the lawn and look at trees, and other people come over to my house and they'll offer to help me rake, but I have bags of my own. And, th <laughs> and then and then you toss in like two lines that rhyme. I think it rhymed. Usually you're no. level-headed so-and-so, uh -huh. but tonight's the night you declare YOLO. Uh-huh. You smoke grass and take shots and shtup your friend Ted. See, I mean, but like, then he see, dons just... face paint and a nose that is red, then uses a saw to cut off your head. I think it was great, dude. I don't want you to think Damn I'm, it, Alex, I'm, I'm not a poet. I'm, I'm trying. I am not besmirching your uh, final girl writing skills. I think they're. Do amazing. you besmirch me? I do not besmirch. Do you besmirch you. me, sir? I, I do not, sir. I most certainly do not. I, I want to take back everything I said about the whole, you know, raking the lawn and having your own bags. That was ridiculous. I don't hear besmirch used much in conversation with people. You know, never like somewhere where somebody's like, listen, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think that guy just besmirched me. No, it doesn't come up a lot. Uh, like, just in the last 10 years, I noticed that less people are challenging me to duels by slapping me in the face with a white glove. You know, like, I feel like some of these things are getting a little antiquated. Like it hadn't happened in years. Let's bring it back. I think we should. I, I think we should. I, <laughs> I'm going to start, you know what? Tomorrow I'm slapping some people in the face with a glove. It's well, the right time of year for it. When we come back, Alex and I are going to slap each other in the face with white gloves. Then we will have a duel to the death because of the mutual besmirchment that has taken place between us. Also, we've got horror news coming up. What are you into? And another round of Final Girls. I'm so glad you asked, Mike. Here's what I'm in. Oh, we're not doing it now. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll, okay. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Slasher, I hardly know. Welcome her. back to Slasher. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to do it? Nah, it's okay. I mean, it's really, no, no, you're no, the really. host this week. I don't want to step on your toes. I love it when you do it. Uh, well, I did it. So it's done. It's done, done. We just kind of stopped, though. We were like, welcome back to Slasher. They know where they, they are. They know, they know where they are. We all you did a great job of bringing us back. Thanks, Can man. I tell you a Every secret? Case. I did that on purpose to sabotage you. What? Yeah. I don't believe that for one freaking minute. I did. You I did. I like, it. wouldn't you it would be not. funny if I interrupted him? Well, you know, in retrospect, I did that a lot. I did. <laughs> we we yeah. have good times. When I, when I think about this tomorrow, I'm going to laugh. 
We are going to laugh about this. I'll text you. We should change the name of the show to Having Fun. Uh, that You rejected that title immediately when I suggested it, you know, six months ago. Oh, well, I thought I rejected, what was another name you had? Enjoyment. Yeah, you said it sounded too sexual, and I thought you were being you know, overly gross. I Overly gross would be another good name for the show. <laughs> I agree. I 100% agree with that. Well, would also be a good name for Terrifier, the movie we're reviewing oh, today. No overly question. Gross. Overly gross, overtly gross, uh, unnecessarily gross. Those would all work. <laughs> um, I think that was the point. And I think he's going to try to, Damien Leone, the guy who did it, I think he's going to try to outdo himself with he Terrifier will. And too. I bet he And I bet he had more money this time around, too. Because, I mean, this movie has a, this movie has a following. It has a fan base. There's no question. Uh, but before we get back into the movie, you want to do a little uh, horror news? Let's do it. Horror news. Scary stories. All right, I'll go up first because the big news this weekend, of course, Scream uh, made its massive box office debut. Ooh, and, did it kill? Oh, it killed. Yeah, it, it knocked uh, Spider-Man off the, the top Damn. spot this uh, holiday weekend. All of this, of course, coming from Bloody Disgusting because that's where I get most of my horror news. Also like Dread Central. But, uh, yeah, as of this morning, uh, it had a four-day opening weekend because, you know, there's always those Thursday previews and stuff. And it made $35 million and counting. I got to go see it. I planned to go see it Thursday for the big sneak preview, but then fucking Omicron was everywhere so yeah, stayed home instead I, i'm just not gonna go out although i do feel invin- invincible now micah headed to it a little earlier the reason we're doing this show a little later than we thought we would was old alex got the coronavirus even though Dude, you broke our streak i know i i kind of took it that way too like i i was even talking to my boss and i said uh i said you know i even kind of wore it as a badge of honor that i had gone this long and Same. not gotten coronavirus Same. and she said uh you know she says that that is probably the way to think about it. She goes, really, all it means is you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a true what? story of what my boss said to me when I called in. Uh, oh, but, the street got broken hard too, dude. You got it. Our friends got it. Uh, my my father, uh, my kiddo got it, and like just everybody. We're dropping like flies. I was really proud of our streak of you know, like being smart and not catching it, but you know. I was too, go. but mine didn't hit me super hard. You know, I'm vaccinated and I'm boosted. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people you mentioned there vaccinated. And so hopefully it'll be all right. Uh, our, our good, one of our very good friends uh, got it this weekend, uh, tested positive and had a pretty rough time, but I'm told is feeling better today. So wishing him a speedy recovery for sure. In fact, we were going to ask him to be on this particular podcast, uh, yeah. but he couldn't do it because... Uh, he has excruciating headache. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so on to the next bit of news. This is a little bit older. It's from earlier in the week. <clears throat> Certainly it'll be older when this comes out. But, you know, I've talked about, I think I've talked about in the past, but, I mean, any of our listeners know that the big lawsuit uh, battle on Friday the 13th has gone back and forth, and just it's kind of just stalled what could be done with Friday the 13th. Well, the same thing was going on with Predator. Uh, Predator was in a dispute with, you know, Disney now owns it. And the people who wrote the original Predator were like, no, no, this is, you know, this is ours. And so that's been going on for some while. And uh, 
you know, there's a, a new Predator movie that has been basically put on hold because of that. And I think it might have even been shot at this point. I mean, is that, am I right? Do you have any idea if I'm right? I heard about the dispute, but I, I didn't know they already had a movie in the can. I think that might be true. I'm not 100% uh, positive. Uh, let's see. I've got it here in front of me. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, it says uh, the new Predator movie has already been shot by Disney. And so this lawsuit was holding it up. So that's good. That's exciting. And, you know, it's weird to think that a Predator movie is going to be done by Disney, but it's been weird to think that a lot of things were going to be handled by Disney that have been. And with the exception of the latest episode of The Book of Boba Fett, which I thought was a piece of trash, um, and weird and boring and really hard throwback to the Star Wars movies I didn't like, I felt like. Um, Disney has taken these properties that we all know and love and really like treated them with kid gloves and made some advancements that I really enjoyed. I know not everybody loved the new Star Wars movie, but I have certainly loved uh, The Mandalorian. That's been amazing. So <clears throat> anyway, good news there on uh, that front, both fronts, really. I'm glad Scream is killing it. I want to see Scream. I'm excited to see yeah, it. And I'm excited too, to see a new Predator. So what do you I got? Heard, I heard Scream. I mean, like the reviews were coming in, you know, a couple of days before it even made it to theaters, and it was getting some pretty rave reviews uh one person said it was the gruesomest most original killings of the series oh. uh somebody else said hands down the best scream since the original and then another reviewer said wes craven would be damn proud okay other horror news uh the sequel to the 1993 halloween classic hocus pocus Ooh. is uh set to release on disney plus around halloween this year got the original Ooh. cast wow okay you know i've never seen hocus pocus and finally, some very exciting news. Alex, this is just for you. You're very excited about this, I know. Oh, here we go. Uh, Dwayne. End of my seat. <laughs> Dwayne Bradley and Belial oh. are getting the Blu-ray treatment. Arrow oh. Video is releasing the original basket case on oh. Blu-ray, chock full of special features, behind the scenes, interviews, director commentary. Oh, my God. How excited are you? Well, you know what? I wouldn't mind hearing some director's commentary on that, and I wouldn't mind hearing some behind-the-scenes interviews. I, I, would like, I would like to know what went into that piece of trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> and again, I don't want to like rail against that movie because I just didn't enjoy it. I'm not saying it wasn't a, a nice effort. I just didn't enjoy the movie. I thought it was kind of ridiculous, and yeah. I'm no, not... I don't... You're not going to enjoy it. I, you you enjoy Basket Case in the same way you enjoy somebody going, hey, I know you d don't want to, but would you mind looking at this this boil I have? <laughs> this anal fissure? <laughs> Could you take a look at this for me? You look at it and you, oh, wow, there's that's a that's an anal fissure. You know, you're not happy about it, but, you know, you, you saw an anal fissure and now you know what an anal fissure looks like. Same thing with Basket Case. Yeah. You saw it and now you know what Basket Case looks like. Well, okay. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. Basket Case You is, needed to see that anal fissure is what I'm saying. It's an anal fissure. Yes. Okay. Okay. And is that all the horror news you got for us? At some point, are we going to watch Basket Case uh, uh, sequels? Hmm. <laughs> There's more it's, than one. It's not going to be one that I pick. 
You never know. I might sneak another basket case on you at some point down the road. I know I you will. Like we need it. There's not a doubt in my mind that you will. I know It'll be a while, that you though. Will. There's, a, there's a lot of movies we need to see before then. Uh, so let's jump right back into this terrible fire movie. And oh, uh, no. are you what? No, no, it's a great one. It's great. Uh, is it okay? Which is it? Horrible or is it great, Alex? You're all over the place right now. I am all You're over waffling the waffling like a politician, 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 <laughs> politician. No, <I>, that <laughs> I was not waffling like a politician. I was waffling like a politician, and so I mean that's that's definitely I would say a lower level of waffling. So we left off. Art the Clown, he's smeared shit, he's killed people, a disfigured woman had on a talk show, she kills the host because she said she was ugly, then we've got our two girls, one's drunk, she's been sawed from crotch to head, D- did he go all the way through the head? All the way through remember. the skull, yeah, I don't know okay. that they actually show her split apart, but they show yeah. him get right to the very edge of her skull. <sighs> he's killed everybody that's come into his path, the cat lady is dead, he, he's killed our protagonist and wore their hair and skin around like a wild bill or buffalo bill from silence of the lambs but much nastier (laughs) and Mm -hmm. bloody he he Mm -hmm. shot the protagonist in the face over and over again and uh so really everybody we started this movie out with is is dead Mm -hmm. um and the only person we've got left is the the protagonist made a call to her sister um I got to quick call him. I'm going to try to call him by the names. Tara, Tara and Don were the two girls we started off with. Tara, the brunette, Don, the blonde who got sawed in half. They're both dead now. Pretty much everybody in the building's dead. And um, Tara's sister, they called at one point to say, hey, we're trapped. Her flat, or she has a flat in our car. Come get us. And so Victoria, Tara's sister, is coming to get them. But what she doesn't know is Art the Clown is in there, and everybody's fucking dead now. Yes. Uh, I mean, I think that they at some point were like, well, we've killed too many people or we, you know, we don't have anybody left to kill. Uh, And so they kept, you know, bringing in this guy. There was the exterminator. There was the guy who was helping the exterminator. There was the, you know, homeless baby lady. Um, And we eventually do get down to where it is just, you say Tara's sister? Is that right? Tara. Yeah. Her sister, Victoria. And so there's just Victoria left and Victoria also makes, uh, she makes a ton of shitty decisions. Like when she is, by the way, this shitty, terrible, fucking nasty building, which looks like it could fall down at any moment in every scene of the movie, uh, is also impossible to get into or get out of unless you want to be killed and then you can walk right in. But if you, otherwise, once you're in there, every door is locked. I mean, we should have counted how many fucking doors they run up to. And they're like, oh, shit, it's locked. And then, of course, you do what you do with all locks and shake it violently because that usually opens a locked door. <laughs> and and that also happened. Uh, the, there were scenes where things were locked by chains and padlocks. Also shook the padlocks wildly. I mean, maybe I'd try it. Maybe in a moment of, you know, being chased by a terrifier, I would be like, I know how to get padlocks open. I'll shake them. But that was definitely the approach here. I don't know why directors do that. Now run up to the door and shake the locks like you can't get them open. Um, So that was annoying to me. Uh, But she finally, the sister finally, after being terrorized and watching all these people get murdered, she finally makes it out of the building. She's one of the lucky ones. She's the only lucky one. So what does she do? 
she runs from one door, the door she goes out of, into another door of the same building. And this woman... Screaming she, at the TV. At this, this woman, point, like, she, what are you she, doing? she came here in a working automobile. Yes. It, it was even nice. It had, you know, it had like a navigation system and stuff. She it looked was like out. it had satellite. She was, she was done. She gotten away. She just had to go get in her car. But she didn't. She went back in the building. The terrifier then drives through a uh, garage door with uh, one of his victim's cars and runs over her with a car before then eating her face. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Can't can't make it up. I mean, somebody did, but you can't make it up. He then slams <laughs> the door, which is from the extermination company. Uh, extermination is spelled wrong on the door. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if the G fell off and it was exterminating company because it just said exterminating company. Um, maybe that was just a choice of art. But yes, he uh, eats her face off and... Uh, we won't get to the finale. The cops pull up at that moment and see him eating her face. And he tries to uh, shoot one of the cops and is gunned down uh, pretty pretty quickly by the cops, right? They, that, I mean, that's how he gets it, right? They just gun him down. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah actually, they fill him full of holes. And he doesn't actually shoot one of them, does he? He goes, he tries to. He's got a gun in his boot and he's, you know, trying to shoot him. But that also bothers me that he's... A supernatural killer who shoots, but I guess that makes as much sense as a supernatural killer chops you up with a machete, right? Why not? Yeah, I did not expect him to have a gun. In fact, I thought that made him a little bit scarier because it's kind of like he's breaking the rules. I don't know if there are any official slasher rules about, you know, Michael Myers or Jason pulling a pistol out of their boot, but this seemed like a cheat. It's like she beat beat the guy, you know, in, in that earlier scene with our uh, what we thought was our final girl. And then, man, just pop, pop, and He's got a gun. Yes, but uh, we were wrong. He doesn't. I, I, I remembered it incorrectly. The cops don't shoot him. Remember, he turns around, puts the gun oh, in his mouth, and kills himself. Right. He blows his fucking brains out. Yeah, he blows his own brains out, and then uh, they, you know, realize that the woman who had her face eaten off, she's still alive. She's still alive. Uh, so I think we should get into Final Girl. We can wrap up uh, this movie when we come back and do a little bit of what else we're into. All right, let's do it. All right, let's see some Final Girl. So who do we got left? Whoa, is that creepy music playing? Is it time for the game? Yeah, it's time. I mean, like you, I mean, if you don't hear it, you should at least feel it. I feel it. I can feel the vibration. So we lost Reagan Ripley, and we lost Larry Ruin. That leaves Tessa... Tessa Jones, Torrance, Tori Collins, and Sharon Tilly. Sharon Tilly lays. Will she make right. it through Let's this game names. right now? Will she make the right the decisions the that'll wheel. keep her alive and not dead? <clears throat> there it goes. Spin that wheel, baby. Slowly turn that wheel, baby. <laughs> I tell you what, as the wheel gets worse. I will say it gets a lot more melodic. <laughs> you know, as it, I mean, because it's going. There's no question. The wheel is going downhill. It's it, it it's spinning slower than it did in episode one and two. Uh, now though, it it really has a bit of rhythm to it. Well, the wheel is very convenient at stalling for time while I pull up these uh, <laughs> ridiculous final girl. <laughs> right. I, I yeah. see. I didn't realize that's what was happening. Wow. Okay. 
just squills for me. Okay, Sharon Tilly. All right, Sharon. Carl offers you a snort of bath salts. But you attack him with a stink eye assault. Oh, that'll show him. So you Jesus, sur- Carl, why do you want to turn your brain into a circus? Don't you know alcohol and drugs will only hurt us? You survived. Woohoo, nice move. I did another bad rhyme, man. I rhymed bath salt with assault. That's two salts. That's twice I've done that today. You know what? I gotta stop writing when I'm, you know, falling asleep or waking up. Next week I'll write some for you, because mine are great. All right. Sharon, you survived. <laughs> no, I'm I'm crestfallen. Oh, I'm not saying yours aren't great, I'm saying mine are. Just hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hurt by my own rhymes today. I'm disappointed in myself. I understand. I hold I, myself in contempt. I understand. You should. All right, Torrance, Tory Collins. Your friends are all piling into a VW bug like clowns to go sniff some glue on the bad side of town. But you're an upright citizen, so you stay home and gossip with Kelly on your hamburger phone. <laughs> what a dated reference. I love it. You survive. You survived. Way to go, Tori. Now, this might be my favorite moment in Final Girl because we know this is the last round before the last round, right? This is the penultimate round. And uh, and this moment right now, we know who the last, you know, Final Girls are going to be, right? And so this 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 is my favorite round, I think. It's even better than finding out who's going to win because we know who it's going to be down to down to Sharon Tilly Torrance Collins or will Tessa Jones be a wild card and survive it's never happened before no and it's not it's not going to happen today all right Tessa god I'm sorry I'm just looked at the copy in front of me Alex and I gotta tell you it's lengthy so oh here we go guys buckle up get the popcorn (laughs) Tessa, while wandering down the midway, you spot a little girl, limping her way past the tilt-a-whirl. She staggers into a tattered old tent. You follow close behind to see where she went. When you step inside, you find out it's a trap. You're assaulted by a dark figure in a top hat. He ties you up and tickles you, then pulls out a blade and cuts you wide open where babies get made. You're dead. <laughs> okay. Well, we know who it's down to then, right? We know who it's down yes. to. Reagan, Larry, Tessa, you are dead. Thank you for playing. Rest in peace. Come back and play again. Sharon Tilly, Torrance Collins. We'll find out who survives in the very last round of Final Girl. Coming up. Slasher. Hardly know her. Slasher! Hardly know her. Slasher! I hardly know her. Slasher! I hardly know her. Micah kicking it with the dope rhymes. Telling us who's gonna die each time. Alex coming with the DT intro. Even though Micah makes fun of him, bro. Final girl, who's got the nades? Most clever one doesn't always win this game. Sex, drugs, you know the drill. Whip at your boob and you get killed. Horror news. 
Who's got the deed? Sleepaway camp, girl, got that beat. High kill count goes to Victor Crowley. Honorable mention to Hobo Freak. What are you into? Watching horror movies and drinking some brew. Crunchy is killed. Edge of my seat. What's gonna be the best kill this week? Rate that bitch from one to ten. Micah first, then do it again. The bigger, the better. My mind's in a tizzy. Micah writes commercials when he ain't busy. The keeper of souls. Scary mass people. Blood drink. Slip sap. Crazy ash. Gains people. Apparel. What's left to say? Creepy ass Samaritan is on his way. How do you measure the dope of a podcast? One cup of funny, a teaspoon of kick-ass, a recipe we get right sometime. Breadcrumbs required for final girl rhyme. Love us, don't leave us, we're just getting started. That noise you heard? Micah just farted. We're just horror fans, a couple of dudes. Stay tuned for Slasher, I hardly know her. 2022. And we're back! Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. This week we are talking about the movie Terrifier, which terrified me in so many ways. One of them was because my good friend Micah picked it. Uh, so we, uh, you want to get into, you just want to tear through it right now, get through that last scene, or do you want to talk about what else we're into? What do you want to do? Dealer's pick. Alex, I would love to know what else you're into. All right, let's do it. What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? I'll tell you, I'm into a few things right now. Uh, because I had the COVID, I was able to really ingest some media. And uh, I watched the entire uh, Chucky series, USA Chucky series. Are you familiar? What's the, what's the verdict? Yeah, I've heard of it. I know it's got uh, Jennifer Tilly in it. Yeah, uh, but I haven't seen any of it. If, I've heard some people say it was wonderful. If you like child's play, you will love this. It is. It is exactly the in the vein of all child's play movies. It did not depart from the mythology that I'm aware of. Uh, it did not depart from i haven't seen all the chucky movies but i've seen a good number of them and i mean dude i thought it was pretty good i mean i like the new movie too but i thought it was pretty good i mean it was as good as a series about chucky could be and i'd say that yeah i mean i would watch it again and i would suggest it to people if they like child's play if they were just like man i like something to watch i need something to watch i wouldn't say go go watch the chucky series but if you like Chucky, yeah, I'd say definitely watch it. it, it it's worth a, it's worth a, a watch or two. You could get through a couple episodes, see if it was up your alley. But you know, it's Chucky being Chucky, man. Um, other thing I'm into, uh, I you know I had talked about Dexter. Uh, it it finally was over last season. I won't spoil any or last week. I won't spoil any of it for anyone. But it was good. I think it had a very Solid ending, much better than uh, the original series ending, which sucked ass. And now, today, this will all, by the time this airs, uh, it won't be today anymore. But today, I am very excited about watching the uh, season finale of Yellow Jackets. Are you familiar? I only <laughs> just started it. I've only seen episode one. So, it 
might seem like uh, an odd, for anybody familiar with the series, it might seem like an odd pick to talk about what you're into on a horror podcast, although, you know, it could be into anything. But if you've seen episode one, then you know that there are definitely some horror-like elements in this. Uh, It is about a group of girls in the 90s. They're a soccer team whose plane crashes in the woods, and uh, then it kind of flashes back between when that is happening and then present day uh, where they're grown up and some of the people who were in that crash have survived and made it out. Others have not. This is kind of about what happens, uh, what happened there while they were there. And then of course what's happening now, but uh, yeah, man, it's, I mean like, sounds like Lord of the flies. It's very Lord of the flies. It is very um, alive. It is very lost. But, uh, and it, and it's got a little bit of the elements of all of them. Uh, I'm hoping in this season finale, the, the one thing that, that kills me is they're in North America. I don't know where the fuck this soccer game was. They're going to fly to a championship game. Uh, and, uh, I do not understand why they were not ever found, you know, like they go there, they're there for months and, you know, rescue crew doesn't come. I'm not spoiling anything here. That's what the series is about. Uh, I don't understand how you crash in North America for months at a time and, and nobody finds you. Uh, I'm not sure how that happens, but maybe that'll be explained because there are some losty elements. I won't say that this is like a magical Island like it is in lost, uh, but help fuck, I don't know, but there, you know, there's not a lot of that crap. There's some weird stuff that goes on, but there's not a lot of that crap. It's, it's, you know, pretty uh, practical, but uh, man, I am digging the hell out of it and very excited to watch that episode. Uh, and you got really mad at me last time because I didn't do this. So I'm going to say, Micah, whoa, what else are you into? <laughs> I'm still mad. That ah, you, you, you were a big baby about it. A huge baby. Mm-hmm. A large lumbering baby. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you. I did. You know, now that you say it, you were quite lumbering. With knuckles dragging on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> angry baby. Yeah. Uh, this angry baby is, uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm into, Alex. I'm looking at it right now. What's his new baby puppy. into? Oh, yeah. I got a puppy. That's his right. name is Ernest. He's a Borador. Uh, he's mostly a mutt. He was a rescue. I mean, what's, I didn't rescue whoa, him. But, what's you know, a Borador? Border Collie Labrador. So... He's oh. smart and has way, way too much energy. It just kind of sounded like he was a dog without much personality. You have to play it's with a, him it's all a day. It's such a boring. He door. just drones on and on and has diarrhea in your garage. Oh my god! All he does is talk about himself. Never asks me a question about <laughs> my day. Just on and on and on. It's like being on a bad date. And then the only other thing I'm into is something my son and I are actually both into, which is adding the phrase like a boss to the end of tragic news headlines. Oh, okay. Let me give you an example. Please Uh, do. Please. (laughs) Tsunami destroys small coastal village like a boss. The proper way to say like a boss is like a boss. That's like actually, a boss. <laughs> yeah, that's how you're supposed to say uh-huh. it to be to be extra douchey is like a boss. Yeah. Uh, do you got any more examples? Oh, gosh. I just have to make them up. Let's see here. Uh, uh, local postman goes crazy throwing mail all over the neighborhoods and pooping in his customers' yards like a boss. 
This is a fabulous new pastime. I'm bringing this to the family as soon as we stop recording. It can get really mean depending on the headline. There's yeah, some headlines sure. you put it after that, and you're like, you know what? I feel a little bit bad about that, that like a boss. Uh, man, let's hope none of our listeners are uh, onion riders because this is going to get picked up. <laughs> well, the credit goes mostly to my my thirteen year old son because he just said it once, and I was like, "I think you're onto something. We should put this after headlines." <laughs> God, it's amazing. I I love it. I love it. All right, and that's so, what we're into. So you want to finish up this last scene of Terrifier? Let's do it. And then we got Final Girl, and then drum roll, folks. Uh-oh, Hang uh-oh, on to your seats. Uh-oh. Alex, Alex yeah. will reveal oh, the yeah. next movie. I don't know oh, what it is. No, you don't. And and you would never guess. Never? Absolutely not. You could name every horror movie in existence. You wouldn't get to this. Uh, is it a slasher? Mm, I would say no. Is it from the 1980s? No. Ooh, let's see here. 90s? No. It's, oh, my. How, either we're going way back or this is pretty modern. No. I, go I, you know, modern. I almost did go way back. I almost pulled something from the 70s, but uh, no, it's it's pretty modern. I mean, it's, it's within. It's not a slasher, and it's yeah. modern. Are there any holidays coming up? Let's see. No. Nope, nope. February is around the corner. Are you picking a, you wouldn't be doing a Valentine's movie yet, would you? I wouldn't be yet. Oh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. All right, let's yep. jump back into Terrifier, and then we'll get to get the big reveal. So he has uh, blown his own head off. He's now been uh, body bagged up with the rest of the victims, and he is taken to the coroner's office, uh, where the coroner and the paramedics have, you know, some just some great dialogue as is uh, the thing of this movie. Really, if you could, you could just not even watch this movie and listen to it and it, it get an Oscar. And, uh, and he unzips, he decides he wants to look at, at the guy who killed all these people. So he unzips the body bag, just the corner himself. And inside the body bag is a pretty horrifying looking terrifier. Looks like he's looking him directly in the eye. He's doing the thing with the teeth that he does throughout the entire movie. It's just a just a horrific image. Uh, and then the Terrifier, who has blown his brains out, and when he rises up out of the body bag here to kill the coroner, has a huge hole in his head where he has blown it out. Uh, so that is, I think, how we... That is the only indication we have that he is indeed supernatural. Um, and, I mean, does something else happen that... Is it just that, oh, he's alive and he's killed the coroner? Or is there there's something I mean, else there? all the lights start blinking. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Something's definitely going on. Yeah, the, the lights are flashing. Electronics are, you know, acting up. And, uh, and then, you know, he strangles the coroner, right? Yeah, kills the coroner, dead. That is when we then switch to the surviving girl who had gotten her face eaten off. Uh, she's in the hospital being released. And uh, she's there with her parents. Did you notice how creepily and oddly the man playing her father rubbed her shoulder for the entire scene? <laughs> it was no. It was fucking weird. Like I didn't know it was her dad at first. I thought it was like maybe a doctor. But I mean, like just the choice of the actor to not at any point during the scene stop rubbing the shoulder. His, his daughter's in a in a wheelchair. And the, and the doctor's talking. It's like, oh, we've loved having you here. We're going to miss you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
and this actor is just rubbing her shoulder over and oh it was weird man it was it was off-putting but uh that scene ends by you know the doctor walking away and then she's saying to there are surviving uh, uh victim uh says oh and and good luck on the talk show appearance tomorrow they spin the wow. wheelchair around and we realize the girl who had survived the terrifier at the front of the movie and then killed the talk show host is indeed our surviving victim. Dun, dun, dun. And the movie is then over. Also, the movie was dedicated in memory of, I don't know if you watched the credits, Wes Craven, George Romero, and Toby Hooper. Oh, did he really? Yep. That's pretty cool. So did, it, did all three of those guys die they didn't all die that same year, did they? I mean, like, he was just maybe nah. paying tribute to them. Yeah, I, I'm assuming he's paying tribute to his heroes. Let's see. Wes Craven died in 2015. I don't know when Romero and uh, Hooper died. I think. God, I don't remember. I mean, but it was all right around there, I'll say. Uh, and then the guy who played, you know, Toby Hooper, the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then the guy who played... Uh, uh, Leatherface, Gunner, what's his name? Gunner, I was going to say Gunner Nelson, but uh, that was one of the Ricky Nelson's twin sons that was in the band Nelson, right? Sure, if you say so. Well, anyway, Gunner. Yeah, I yeah, so it looked like Romero and Hooper died in 2017, and then Wes Craven, we said, was in 2015. Well, anyway, so what'd you think of the movie, Micah, and how many... Well, actually, I guess you get to pick this. I'm not going to ask you. You you're the host this week, so you can tell. Oh, uh, you know, I was already racking my brain. I I hadn't come up with one yet. How many squeaky tricycles? How many shit covered pizzeria bathrooms? Ooh, How- I like that one. I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say. You know, tied up, splayed, split in half, uh, naked women. But uh, I like the shit covered pizzeria bathrooms. Okay. All right. That'll be it then. That's a good one. So, did uh, you know? Would you would you would you recommend this movie to anybody? If you love gore, if you like slashers, I think you're gonna like this one. Now, if you're looking for a classic slasher uh, like the old Halloween's and Friday the Thirteenth, I think this one might be a little more uh, a little too torture porn for you because mm-hmm. um, it definitely is somewhere between torture porn and a slasher, uh, but. I mean, it's got gore. It's nasty. But I think what it does offer is that they've given us a new killer that uh, has a lot of personality. Um, so I think, you know, if the with the budget going up, we'll have to see. I, I think Terrifier was good enough for me to check out Terrifier 2 when that comes out to see what they've done. Um, I like what they did with the lighting. I thought the lighting was very cool. I thought the gore uh, and the kills were very effective. And uh, I'm going to give this 6 out of 10 shit-covered pizzeria bathrooms. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, Me? Oh, oh, wait. Aren't you going to ask me what I think? Alex, what did you think? That's my impression of Micah. (laughs) Oh, wait. You don't want to know what I think? Um, oh, could you make it a little sadder? Could you make me sound a little more pathetic? <laughs> well, also, you like it was like I probably cut it out of the podcast, but it was like thirty seconds of dead air. You just sit there quietly waiting for me to go. Oh, what do you think? And you're like, well, I guess I'll do it myself. Like you know, you're a grown man, but whatever. Uh, I'll tell you, 
I would not recommend this movie to people because I wouldn't, what would they think of me? You know, if they're like, oh, you know, you got a horror movie for a new watch. Oh, yeah, you should check out Terrifier. And then they'd be like, man, Alex is fucking sick. Alex is awful, and we need to text his wife and see if she's okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, give us a sign. Nod your head if he's got you held hostage. It was, uh, I didn't, I, I thought it was very weak on plot. I thought it was very weak on character development. I thought it was very weak on acting with the exception of not that anybody did a terrible job acting. I don't think they had a lot to work with, but the guy who plays uh, Art the Clown did an amazing job. I mean, if that guy was a character at the haunted house that you visited around Halloween, you would be scared. I mean, he was scary. He was creepy. He was sadistic as fuck. Uh, So for I'm with you on that. I like the character that they've made. But the world that they put him in, I just, just I, I thought it was pretty weak. I thought it was, there just wasn't a lot here, you know? And and then visual, visually, I mean, I can see what you're saying about the lighting. I do agree that it was lit like a play. I do I do agree with that. I don't think it was lit very cinematically, in my opinion. But uh, I don't like the, I don't like the look of this film. I don't like, I don't, I mean, I know it was going for effect and it probably had something to do with budget, but everything in this movie looks the same. The pizzeria was disgusting. The, you know, talk show place was disgusting. It was like you and me decided to film a horror movie and it was like, well, our friend has a building, so we're going to shoot the entire thing there. There wasn't, there wasn't a lot of nuance to it or anything. So I, I would not recommend this movie, though there were some positive things about it. I thought it was just kind of overly, uh, gross and graphic for the sake of being graphic it was kind of rob zombie-esque in that way i bet rob zombie loves this movie um but i would give this five shit covered pizzeria bathrooms (laughs) it is a nasty one dude it is very nasty Mm -hmm. uh and i what you're saying about the setting i get like i kind of understand that because i'm tired of seeing Scary movies shot in murky buildings that are covered in dirt and trash. Like me, me too. Because to some degree, not that there's a lot of realism in this movie necessarily, but it takes that out of it because it's like, you know, not all locations are the same. And when the entire movie looks like it is, when you are in several locations, mm-hmm. it it the feel it gives you is not you know it's not a fun place to spend a lot of time. You know what else? Uh, scary movies in general, it always seems to take place at night. I want to see some bright, outdoors, sunny, blue sky day killings. I, I agree with you on that, too. Lots I, of color. That, that kind of makes it even scarier, right? Broad daylight yeah. and stuff. Like, they've for years, there's been a push to do a Friday the 13th in the snow. That was I, I know that sounds stupid, but there, for years, that's been a thing. And one draft of something, uh, one of the movies, was going to be set in the snow, uh, there's even a fan made one that takes place in the snow and you know, just that little separation. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of, I think that's cool. Um, so I think all we have left to do is find out who our final girl is before I reveal the movie to you. Let's do it. All right. Listeners, as you may recall, the last rounds, we lost three, three wonderful people, Reagan Ripley, rest in peace, Larry Ruin. God rest your soul. Thought he'd make Tessa it. Jones, too soon. All too soon. 
That leaves us with one Sharon Tilly and another Torrance Tory Collins. All right. Uh, let's find out what happens. Let's spin that wheel. That's a yeah. Can you stall? <laughs> I mean, like I thought, I thought you had stalled because even before you, uh, even before you spun the wheel, which I now have learned is a stall tactic, you were dead silent for a second. So I thought that alone well, was the stall. I had some movement going on behind me. Uh, one of the boys was going into a cabinet to steal a snack, trying to be quiet. And it's that thing when you try to be quiet, so everything you're doing just takes a lot longer. I got you. You know, like, you ever been in a movie and somebody's, you know, opening something and, like, they're timid, so they just open it really slowly. So mm-hmm. what could have been, you know, one to two seconds of irritating noise is stretched to 20. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with that phenomenon as well. Uh, I, I do have to say that uh, for years, or for all the time that we've been doing this, not years, I thought the wheel was a real thing. And in this particular episode, I my visions are being shattered because I can hear you shuffling paper a lot. It is not a fake wheel. It is a very real wheel. We have established that, Alex. It is made out of chicken wire and scrap wood. And blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, okay. Nothing on this show is fake. All the sponsors are real. All of the staff and the very expensive Slasher I Hardly Know are studios. I gotcha. Okay. Well then, let's go. Keep the lies alive. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I I think they might have heard you. Cut out the dead air. Cut out. That was way too much quiet there for a second. So, yeah, we'll just have to shorten that in the editing booth with the magic of editing. Okay, I'll see what I can do. All right, here we go. Let me spin the very will, very real wheel of death. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay, first up is... I don't believe it anymore. Torrance. Tory Collins. Sarah and Kenny offer you a drink. But you're like, no way, I'm not a dink. They say, oh, come on, don't be such a pill. You leave in a huff to go ride the Ferris wheel. You survive. Torrance, Tory Collins, you are alive. You have made it. And congratulations to you. Unfortunately, that is not going to bode well for our next contestant. Sharon Tilly, let's see what happens. Will she survive? It doesn't look good, but you never know. Ah, I mean, sure, it could happen. You never know. Yeah, it's never happened before. You never know. (laughs) All right, Sharon. (laughs) After your third try, you fail to pop the balloon with a dart. You lost 15 bucks. That wasn't so smart. Crestfallen. You give in when Lacey passes you a joint. It's been a shitty day. You'd stay sober, but what's the point? Oh my God, this is long. I had to go to the (laughs) next page. They're all so long, bro. (laughs) Hang in there, Alex. You and Lacey decide to go get your palms read, but when you step inside, the fortune teller's dead. You both scream and turn to run, but it's too late, the killer has a gun. He makes you climb into a cage where he douses you with gasoline and guesses your age. Time to burn, he squ- <laughs> Time to burn, he squills as he pulls out his lighter. 
Then he torches you and warms himself by the fire. Wow, that was that was good. You're dead, by the way. You're so dead. That means you are dead. But it was a uh, long, long death. I I liked it, man. That was wait. Did I redeem myself? I think you did. I mean, I thought that was a I thought that was a pretty solid one. You have to agree. You kind of nailed it. Wow. Are you, are you just telling me that because you know how sad I am about my rhymes this episode? Uh, no, I thought, I mean, what I heard there was, I, I don't want to put too fine a point on it. It was art. <laughs> yeah. That was art, my good friend. I uh, am blushing. I particularly. My heart is swelling. I feel amazing now. I particularly like the fact that he was <laughs> guessing your age. <laughs> Was- there it is, Sharon Tilly. You are our final girl, and here's how it works. Okay, all you've got to do, go on Instagram, direct message us, say, hey, I listened to the show, I am the final girl, and we will send you that mystery prize. Yeah, and I do want to reiterate, if you've not gotten your mystery prize, you need to reach out to, to Micah and let him know that you have not received it. Because I'm, yes. I'm sending them out. It's possible. Our vast network of minions who organize and ship the, the mystery prizes. You know, it's not a perfect system. It's a very large corporation we're running here, so sometimes things get lost in the mix. So if you have not received your prize, just direct message us on Instagram, and we will get it out to you. But we pride ourselves on customer service. So, yeah, please, uh, unlike AT&T, I want to point out. Oh, oh, oh I got stories. Uh, uh, very recent stories that I will not bore you with here, but, oh, that's bad. Please don't, but I, I can imagine your stories because Ugh. I've been there too. I mean, come on, guys. I've been I've been your customer come for on. years. Just have have come a on. little bit of good. Yeah, come on. Come on, son. All right, come Micah. On. Do you wanna Is it time? It's time. Are you gonna reveal the big movie? So it's time to reveal the big movie to Micah and to all of you. So that if you would like to watch it first, so you know what we're talking about, uh you can do so. Micah, I'm going to start by telling you this was made in 2010. That'll help you prep your little segment. And uh, then I'm going to just read you the description. Are you ready? A car tire comes to life with the power to make people explode and goes on a murderous rampage through the Californian desert. Rubber. We're going to watch Rubber. Have you seen it? I've never seen Rubber. I've seen the trailer. I thought about getting it years ago when it was at Hastings, your entertainment superstore on a DVD. And then uh-huh. I was like, I'm not going to watch a whole movie about a tire. Well, you and are now, son. Fuck, fuck. You're going to watch it now. This is totally unexpected. And why would you do this to us? Well, Have you seen it? I've not seen it. I, I've heard of it. I'm familiar with its existence. And, and you're like, hey, we should devote a whole episode to a movie about a killer tire. Hey, man, they devoted a whole movie to it. I think we, <laughs> I think we <laughs> owe it true. to them, right? 2010? Uh, 2010, yep. Huh. All right, tire it is. All right, so uh, now we know what's happening. Uh, and you know what time it is. It's that time when that bittersweet music plays and we say, hey, listeners... Thank you for coming on this long, arduous, and dangerous journey with us and hanging around to the very end of Slasher I Hardly Know Her with the most cuddly, lovable co-hosts there are, Alex and Micah. Uh, We love you. We're glad you listened. Uh, 
jokes aside, um, it's really nice. It's really yeah, nice to have people actually showing up and listening to this show is. that we, we sit down and make. I uh, I thought about going with sweet and sour music as opposed to bittersweet, but... Uh, it's nice. Just it's the, so nice just the to, carbs. to get here too, and be here together. Too many carbs. So and uh, to, to fellowship with you, my brothers and sisters. Oh, it's another thing I'm into. Uh, Righteous Gemstones Righteous premiered. Gemstones. Yeah, it premiered. <laughs> and the first two episodes are out there. I think that, I don't know when the third comes out. I hope it's today, but I'm not sure. But ooh, it's good. Uh, it's so fucked up. Dude, it the, is. The son who's masturbating. And, uh, <laughs> did you? Yeah. So you watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> Ah, it's so uh, good. So good. And with a, such uh, a great John, ending. John Goodman can kick ass, damn. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Uh, all right, so everybody, please, uh, if you if you liked what you heard here, tell your friends. Share us on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Tell your parents. Uh, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us a review. We love it all. If you don't like us, then just, you know, don't listen to us. No need to comment or anything because that probably looks bad for us. I don't know. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Micah, we did it once again. Uh, I just want to let you know that in addition to all of our viewers that I love, I love you. I love you too, brother, man. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better. I don't I don't like it when my baby boy's sick. That uh, you know, I figured you're going to be fine, but it's still a little scary, so I'm glad you're back at 100%, man. Thank you. Me too. It is good to be back and feeling well and very excited to uh, film our, or record our episode where we will be watching Rubber. Rubber. Mm. Until next time. All right. See you later, everybody. Later. Yeah, well, you're a big Cubs fan, so I assumed you just know. I mean, I like bear cubs. But you have to be careful with the bear cubs. You don't, you don't want to get too close because the mama might be around, and she'll get mad if you try to take her bear cub. Yeah, that'll just rip your arm off. Yeah, and sue you in court. Mama rips your arm off, then you end up in court paying the mama for years. Some annuity. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>